Hi there, this is Alyssa from Unbusy, where I teach you how to simplify your home, create routines that work for you as a work-at-home mom, and up-level your work-from-home mindset. Today, we have a bonus episode for you all about big families and how to run them. We're bringing on a guest, Laura Hernandez, to talk about the nitty-gritty of running a family when you have a large number of children. Laura and her husband, Tony, are raising their 10 exceptional children in Texas. In the past four and a half years, they've added six new children to their family, three biologically and three through adoption. It took Laura years to develop systems and life hacks to keep their big family running and organized. But by developing these systems, it helped their family run smoothly. It reduced her daily workload and her house became a place of peace. Yes, even with 10 kids. And Laura wants to help other mamas do the same. So hi, Laura. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I feel like we're of one mind. And so that makes me excited. Me too. I love your mission of personalized systems for the ultra large families. And you're right. The standard four person productivity advice does not fit when your family is actually 12. Yes. Or even, yeah, even like two or three, right? I feel like a lot of systems are just made for little, little families. Yes. And between the two of us, we've got 15 kids. So we know a thing or two. (laughs) So let's talk about meal planning, themed meals, family teamwork, and all that good stuff, aka how we turn mealtime chaos into calm. What do you do in this area? Because I can only imagine how much food you have to cook with double the number of kids that I have, quite literally. (laughs) Um, Yes. So I think the biggest thing for mamas to take away in this moment is to have a plan. And not only have a plan for like what you're going to be eating that week, but have a plan for when you're going to, going to be prepping it. So kind of your daily rhythm. What does that look like? When are you going to be prepping all that food? When do you go into the kitchen and start cooking? These are things that may seem a little crazy to set timers for or even to have in your schedule. But my goodness, it gives you so much freedom when you have those things planned because then you're not stressed about them all the time. And then you're not behind when you forgot, oh my goodness, it's seven o'clock and I haven't fed anybody and it's time for bed, right? So doing those things and planning that out is so big. But another thing I love that we do with in our home and that love encouraging other moms to do is to be really intentional with table time. So your people are coming to the table, no matter what, they love to eat all the time. And so during those times that you're all sitting down together, being really intentional with those times. Sounds great. And yes, it may sound basic or even restrictive to focus on timers, but when you have a lot of kids, there's so much going on, it is actually really easy to lose track. It is not the same thing as when you had one or two and you're like, oh yeah, things to do today. And you could just like rattle off four different things. That is why it is outsourcing the remembering to the device. Let the timer do the remembering for you. Yes. I say that all the time and it blesses me so much. I'm amazed by it all the time. The simple act of setting timers for things like on a reoccurring basis, how that blesses me and how I can actually stay on top of things. And it blesses your kids too, because then you're not feeling like you're nagging them. You're just like, here's the timer, come out and do this when that goes off. Yes. And the device that's sitting here with me that I won't say her name, but she does things too, reminding your kids to do things. It's a guy and not you. I know she doesn't really have a pronoun that she, but you know, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say it right now, but yeah, I love her being the bad guy. Oh, she told us it's time to do our afternoon jobs. Everybody let's get up. Let's do them. 
Yes. So how do you teach your children systems that they can implement to help build independence and responsibility? Because I'm guessing this is a huge part of how you can handle so many kids. Yeah, I think that setting really clear expectations. So getting really clear on what I want and when I want it to happen and what I expect each kid to do, like all of those little details, getting really clear on that. So that way when the kids come into the picture and I'm delegating out to them, I can be very specific and what I want them to do, when I want them to do it, and how I want them to do it, right? So at the beginning, we're teaching, we're training, we're going in there with them, showing them, like, hey, here's how you're going to put away your laundry. These are the things that we're putting away. This is a shirt, and it goes into the shirt drawer, and we, you know, very basic stuff. But that training of, like, picking things up and showing them how to sort them and then put them away, like, that's a huge life skill that they're learning at the age of two and three, right? And then soon they're able to put away all of their laundry by themselves and that's off your plate. So little things like that, anything you can teach your kids to do and teaching them how to break up the task into small chunks. So when they go into a room and you tell them to clean up the playroom and the playroom is massive and there's toys everywhere. I mean, I can't, I can't go in there and be like, okay, guys, let's tidy this up really quick. Like it doesn't, it doesn't really work that way. I have to pick one thing at a time. Like even in my 40 years of living, like I still can't do this. So I have to pick one thing at a time. And okay, first we're going to do blankets and pillows. You're in charge of blankets and pillows. I want you to be in charge of all the Legos on the floor. Can you pick up all the Legos on the floor? I'm breaking it down so simply for them to help them see how you can tackle a task by breaking it up into small chunks. Which is a big help. I know for the room that my boys share, some uh, one of them has a hard time with a really messy room and gets overwhelmed very easily. So I was consciously sitting there and training him, which set, which category, which type do you want to focus on? Do you want to do a little tiny one or a big one? I don't care, but think of training your eye, only pick out those things. And by the time you've done three different categories, you will see a noticeable improvement. Like yes. this is how it works. And we don't realize we have to go back to that level. Because telling your kids, just pick up the room. Well, that works great for teenagers, but not so much for six-year-olds. Well, and sometimes even teenagers. Like, <laughs> depending on their tidiness <laughs> abilities. Depending on how, how intense their ADD is. My, one of my teenagers, so I'm like, okay, go upstairs, pick up all the blankets. I mean, the training stops. But hopefully by the time they leave the house, they will have it down after all of, all of these years. Yes. So obviously I know what you mean and any of our listeners with big families do, but can you give a little bit of an example of day to day when you're saying, I make sure my kids know what I want done by what time, like with some specific tasks for some of the different age ranges? Absolutely. So as I was mentioning a minute ago, we use timers for everything. So one of my favorite things to help mamas implement is their afternoon jobs. And the reason this is, is because I love my morning and I need my morning to be calm and peaceful. I can't wake up to mass chaos in the house, coffee, not made, needing to make kids lunches, like all the things like I can't do it. I know that about myself. So this five o'clock job time, I realize it's a complete opposite time of the day, but it has become so important because that's when we delegate things out to our kids. So every kid in our home has a job. They're in charge of getting ready for the next day. So it's making their lunch, packing their backpack. Um, getting any papers signed, laying out their clothes, making sure their glasses and their shoes and all the little things are by the door. 
Number two, they each have a zone that they're in charge of. And this could be something as simple as you're in charge of all the socks in the house. Go find all the socks that everyone has taken off and thrown everywhere that are scattered all over the, I mean, I just, we have socks everywhere. I don't understand why, but we have that in our house. And so it can either be like, pick up the socks or it could be, hey, you're picking up the blankets and the pillows in the living room. The beauty of like being real specific about these tasks is I know when I walk, I know who's need to come jobs right because i'm not like who made this mess what's going on blah, blah, blah. and i feel like with a big family you just never know who made the mess and of course no one did it no one will ever claim that they made the mess or that they destroyed something and so it just helps to have that ownership regardless of if you did it or not you're in charge of that so getting ready for the next day the zone and then something for dinner either helping prep dinner cleaning up dinner afterwards setting table like our three-year-old is able and even when he was two he was able to like put the forks on the table for everyone and we get so excited about his jobs and like what an amazing thing not that we're like teaching our kids manual labor or like whatever all the anti-chore people say but oh my goodness that we're teaching them to work together as a team we're a team and we need you like we need you you're part of our family you live here you breathe here you eat here and we need you to help take care of this home, to take care of our family, to take care of each other. And so just building those little things in, even though it's so small and just setting silver on the table, is teaching him that teamwork mentality. Plus it's giving During- him something he can be happy and excited. And like, I am doing this. Aren't I doing such a good job? And like, start off with the right mindset about work. Yeah. And he has purpose and belonging, right? Like our, our kids need that so desperately. And a lot of I've just read a lot of studies about just the entitlement of our kids these days and how they don't feel like they belong and they don't have any purpose. And what's the point of living? And like, how can we instill that in our kids at home? And I think that chores is a really easy, helpful, wonderful way to do that. So for sure. So back to the timer. So we had that timer set at five o'clock. So at five o'clock, I go into the kitchen, I start making dinner. So I'm up and about watching everyone do their little, little jobs. The ones that get really distracted, I keep them close by to you know, make sure they're doing their jobs. And then we're all working together as a team. And the joy of this is that when I'm in the kitchen cooking and prepping meals and whatever I'm doing, they're also helping. And so I'm not in there being bitter that I worked all day to clean up that living room and they're in there playing games and making a huge mess. And I just cleaned it up. They're not going to clean up after like I can go off, right? And so this is just such an easy way for us all to be working together. My bitterness, my resentment towards having to do all the things all the time for all the people has lowered so much. And they're not doing a ton, but they're helping and they're pulling some of their weight and gaining that responsibility of the things that they're in charge of. Yes, because it's like, there's no need to live in a huge amount of mommy resentment, which is very real. And then at the same time, complain about entitled kids and feel like it is your Christian duty to do everything and have a good attitude and what's wrong with me? Why am I feeling so sinful? It's like, no, 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 this is a both and. You do your share, you train them to do their share and everyone is automatically happier and you're living with more purpose. Like, this is great. Amen. I worked with your band. I'm living there this year. I love that. Amazing. If you feel comfortable, would you mind sharing with us like the ages of your kids so we have an idea what the range is? 
yeah, so our oldest is 17. So we have 17, 14, 13, 12, 11, 11. They're not twins. 10, 9, 6, and 3. We just had birthday season, so. Okay, yeah, I've got <laughs> 3, 6, 9, 12, and 14. Yeah, they could be good friends, I know it. Yes. Well, I love this conversation so much, Laura. Would you tell our listeners where they can find you and if you have anything for them to take action steps in all of this? Absolutely. Um, so you can find me at mamasystems.net. It's my website. And I have so many free goodies over there for you on right on each 40. I wanted to share with you a little mama care guide of things that you can implement to take care of yourself so that you don't get left behind. Um, you and your listeners, not just you, just for the record. Um, and it's so great because it's not like, hey, go get your nails done. This is how you do it. It's really like, hey, let's think about what you need as a mom. What's going to fill you up? How are we going to implement that? How are we going to ask for help in that? So those are some hard things to even get still enough for a moment to figure that out and then to create a plan for it and then to ask for help with it. Those are often really scary things for mama. So um, this guy's super simple. I'll walk you through all of that. Wonderful. So for anyone listening, if you're feeling bogged down by just the basics of starting that time for yourself, go download this from Laura because that will help you get out of the women's magazine bubble bath mentality into the actual practical, what will help you feel like you have space in your day. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Laura. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. It was really fun meeting you. Same here. Bye for now and have a great day.